It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Just in the last hour, we've received a press release telling us that the Irish Community Air Ambulance based in Rathcool in North Cork has announced that it's changing its name to Critical and is stepping back from the provision of its helicopter emergency medical service. And they'll focus instead on expanding its network of volunteer emergency medical responders uh, into more communities across the uh, county. To find out what's going on, Micheál Sheridan, CEO of the Community Air Ambulance, and now CEO of Critical uh, joins me. Good morning to Hall. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. What's going on here? <laughs> well, I think the first thing to say, obviously, to your listeners is that for, the, for them not to worry, uh, whilst we're stepping away from the provision of the Air Ambulance Service, um, the, the HSC and National Ambulance Service uh, will be taking over um, and providing a service um, out of Raccoon, um, and that will continue to provide an Air Ambulance Service for for the area that we've been covering since 2019. So there's a there's a really positive news story in this in that there will now be a government-funded air ambulance service available in the region. And that's what you've been looking for all along? Yeah, so from, from, from day one, and I think, you know, it's even been validated by commentators from the National Ambulance Service who, who, who have said that publicly, that uh, we have proven the need for it. Um, and we, we always felt that it should have been a government-funded service. 
um, and that's now what's happening. So for the region, um, it's really positive. And, and from our perspective today, we're very proud um, that all the hard work and effort uh, that we've put in as a team, but also this huge support that we got from, from the community, um, from, from right across North Cork, um, West Cork, into Kerry, Limerick, everywhere around the region, uh, all of those donors and supporters uh, who supported us in our efforts to, to keep the helicopter flying um, our efforts, everybody's collective efforts have been worth it. And for us now... Yeah, because I, I remember you know, back, I mean, it would have been before you uh, took over, Michal. I mean, there was times where uh, the, air, the air ambulance was threatened with having to be grounded because they were running out of funding. And it just seemed crazy that people were out shaking buckets to try and get the money in order to pay for the fuel and the other costs associated with the, the air ambulance. I mean, it should always have been state funded. Yeah, look, it was a it, it's a very expensive um, machine to operate. Um, it was costing, in in terms of on an annual basis, uh, it was costing about 1.3, 1.4 million euro. Um, and on top of that, then in the last 12 months, obviously with with what was happening in Ukraine, uh, we saw things like fuel costs in, increasing by about 70, 80 percent in some cases. So, yeah, look, I I think you know people have always felt, and and you said it yourself, that it should have been government funded. Um, that's now what's happening. So there will be it will be operated and provided by the HSC and the National Ambulance Service. So it'll be a, as is still operating out of Rathcool. Is it the same helicopter? No, it's a different helicopter. So we we've we've had a contract with a company called Sloan, who are based in the UK uh, since 2019. Um, so no, the, the HSC and the National Ambulance Service they're they're now going to be. Providing the service with a different with a different provider, let's call it. A okay, but but still provider. out of Rathcool. Still out of Rathcool. So what we've agreed, um, even though we 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 have been based there and we'll be based there for next month or so, um, we we've we've agreed to step aside and to um, and for the service to be based out of there. That's it makes absolute sense. Rathcool, uh, while it might seem to a lot of people to be a strange place to be based from, it's actually geographically uh, probably the best place. Uh, within the region for the for the service to be based out of, so for us it was it was it, we didn't even have to think about it. For us, the service was going to be based out of Rakul, and, and we were willing to to facilitate that. Okay, so that's so so the so the the Irish Community Air Ambulance, your group as we know it, is now changing to Critical. It's the Emergency Medical Response Charity, is what you're going to be known as. So tell us now what you're now going to be doing. Yeah, we're going to be doing what actually we've always been doing. Um, so the charity was set up in 2009. Um, and since then, the charity actually has had uh, teams of volunteer doctors responding uh, to 999 calls across the country. Uh, in the past number of years, we've had doctors in places like North Kerry, uh, North Cork. Uh, at the moment, we have doctors in places like Donegal. We, one of our doctors was in Creeslaw when that happened. Uh, we have a team of doctors in Mayo, uh, Dublin. We have new people joining in places like Wicklow, Waterford, uh, Kildare. Um, and we actually, uh, in the last few weeks as well, we're starting to have conversations um, about setting up um, a similar service in North Cork, which we're very excited about. Is um, it, are we talking similar to the West Cork Rapid Response that certainly our exactly. West Cork so, listeners know about? Yeah, so actually, uh, our organisation today, critical even, as, as we've now rebranded to, there's a there's a, a, a direct connection between West Cork Rapid Response, East Cork Rapid Response, and even Wicklow Rapid Response. They're actually they're all nearly part of the same. They all share the same DNA, uh, the same type, the same group of people were were involved in, in in setting them all up. So so it's exactly like West Cork Rapid Response. Um, 
what we're looking at is is how we can replicate what people are familiar with. So Dr. Jason, everybody's very familiar with, with, with Jason and the amazing work that he does. We have similar doctors, just not in West Cork, um, who do the same sort of work. Um, and what we're looking to do uh, through our announcement and now that we're stepping away from, from the provision of the air ambulance service is to now focus our efforts on having the likes of um, Dr. Jason or, or our, we have um, we have Dr. Jerry Lane in Donegal and we have Dr. Andy Patton in Dublin and uh, Dr. Mark Roddy in Wicklow. So what we're looking to do is to have more of those um, doctors who are responding in vehicles provided by the charity. Um, and those vehicles obviously are fundraised um, by local communities. And I think today, just while I have the opportunity, we're, we're extremely grateful to, to, the, to your listeners and to people in the region for having helped us to achieve what we've achieved. Um, but we now want to do the same on the ground. Um, and we'll only be able to do that um, if people support us in the same way as they've supported the air ambulance. And what we'll do in return is we'll provide volunteer medical responders in communities. Um, and we're working very closely with the National Ambulance Service to look to see uh, can we build out that into more communities as we as we move forward. So just really important for people to know we're not going anywhere um, and we're still a charity and we still have a commitment to the community, including North Cork, West Cork um, and, and Kerry and places like that. So uh, we just would, would ask people to, to stay with us um, as they've done over the last number of years. Yeah, and I'm thinking of people who possibly have already organised or are in the process of organising a fundraiser with the Irish Community Air Ambulance uh, in mind uh, because people were, as you say, extremely generous and I've certainly noticed since you've taken over there's been so much more uh, fundraising for the Community Air Ambulance which is, which is a terrific uh, thing because we know it has and will save lives into the future. If there is some group who was planning on doing something for the Air Ambulance, are you now saying do it instead for for the rapid response units? Well, you see, the charity the charity has always been the charity. It just that when when we took over in 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 2021, um, we made the decision to to trade as Irish Community Air Ambulance. But the charity itself. So when people have been donating uh, over the last number of years, they've been supporting the, the helicopter service. But they've also been supporting the charity and they've also been supporting the work that we've been doing on the ground with our critical care doctors and our volunteer doctors. So when we put together a, a responder bag uh, for one of our doctors, so when we have to buy new equipment for a doctor, the charity has been funding that. People who have been donating to the charity have helped to fund that as well. So, um, so we're not. I think it's really important for people to understand why we were publicly saying, you know, why we were publicly trading as Irish Community Air Ambulance. The charity has always been the beneficiary of the support of donations from uh, from the public. So we would ask people. So you know, we we have a number of very high-profile fundraising events that are happening this year. Um, they're very aware of of our change um, and our focus now on the ground, and they're very supportive of that plan. And um, because they realise actually that you know, while while we might have while while there might be a helicopter um, and it's tasked to West Cork. Um, if there's if there's an, an incident or an accident somewhere else in the region or in the county, uh, what we want to try to do is to at least have a, a, a critical care doctor or an advanced doctor who might be in that community who might be able to respond um, and start some life-saving intervention. Yeah, and particularly if they have one of these uh, rapid response uh, vehicles, Michal. I mean, I remember when I was involved with the fundraising for the Jeep for Jason, one of the, one of the first uh, rapid response vehicles down in uh, West Cork. I mean, the, the equipment that they're kitted out with is incredible. 
Oh, absolutely. So the type of vehicle that we're, we're, we're looking at, uh, we have a number, we have three new vehicles coming on stream in, in March, April. Um, so the vehicles themselves, the ones, the type that we're looking at, the vehicle itself, cost about €50,000 uh, to provide all of the lights and sirens and all of the shelving inside and to make it, to turn it into an emergency vehicle, cost about €15,000. Uh, and then on top of that, you're looking at the equipment that's inside them. So, uh, for example, a, a ventilator, a, a portable ventilator that could be used to, to take over breathing for somebody, they can cost about eighteen or €19,000. So, mm. in effect, you're talking about to put a brand new vehicle on the road with all of the equipment that it needs for a doctor to be able to respond, you know, where our figures are about €115,000, €116,000. Um, but what we're also looking to do is to provide equipment to what we will call advanced care doctors, uh, these could be GPs in the local community who have an interest in what we call pre-hospital emergency medicine, so going to road traffic collisions or to farming accidents. Uh, what we're working with those doctors around is saying, we'll give them the equipment, but they'll travel in their own cars. And to set up one of those uh, services with an advanced doctor, it, it, it still would cost, it cost about €25,000 to do that. So, that's, so what we're looking at is top of our triangle would be critical care doctors in vehicles responding like Dr. Jason does in West Cork. We're just looking at everywhere else in the country. Um, and then below that, you're talking about advanced doctors who can still go deliver life-saving interventions, but they're doing it in their own vehicle, but with equipment provided by the charity that has been donated, you know, has been... Yeah, and, and whenever whenever I do interviews like this, or when, we're, when we have been in the past over the committee or ambulance, you never know the, the day or the hour when you are a family member are going to need the services and that's why it's so important that we all support and and you know continue to support the work that you're doing oh 100 percent. i mean like it's the one thing we can all be sure of you know we really don't know what's what's going to happen we could be we could be cycling on the road and get hit by a car we could be the car driver um who gets hurt in that incident um, our child could pull a pot of boiling water down on top of themselves um you know somebody could have a, a cardiac arrest on the street or in a home um, you know, so uh, the other thing as well that we're, we're, we're excited to look at as well as the charity, um, one of the things that we're going to start to do is look at how we can start to go into communities and help to train people uh, to respond, particularly in areas like traumatic farming accidents. So we've been working with a number of farming organisations and we've been having conversations about starting to work with farming communities and farm families um, to help them to maybe understand what they can do in the event that there's a traumatic incident on a farm and yeah, we, something goes wrong. Those, the helicopter has seen those yeah. over the last number of years. Yeah. Listen, um, it, it, does, it, it sounds like you're going to be as busy as ever. So when do you officially hand over um, uh, the, the air ambulance when, when you're no longer involved with that? Yeah, so formally we, we, we hand over on the 28th of this month. Um, okay. But if people are in the Raccoon area, what they might start to notice is the number of helicopters flying around so there is a transition period someone um, wants pat wants to know how many helicopters will be based in rathcool do you know when, the, when our understanding is two what, two. what would okay. be called a primary helicopter and then a backup helicopter okay. and so our understanding is two well uh, well listen sense has prevailed at long last and that the state is now going to uh, fund it um uh, but 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 i imagine is is there a sense of sadness that you're you're moving away from the air ambulance side of it Michal? Oh look, it's been a it's been a thrill. <laughs> it's been a real challenge because you know our f- funding wise, for a period of time, you know it was, it was it was 
it was work. It was it was a tremendous effort from the team and from the community to get from where we were to where we got to. Um, yeah, absolutely there is. But you know what? Like at the end of the day, our job for the last number of years was to provide the service, and and while we were doing that, prove the need for the service. We have achieved that. So actually, I don't think you know while while we'll miss the excitement of hearing a helicopter taking off and you know it coming back and knowing that it's gone to do something to help somebody out um you know there's real celebration for us as well in that you know for, we have we have proved the need um you know and it's not often that that an organization proves the need for a service and then the government go and fund it um but but we've achieved that and i think you know for us um you know if i was somebody down in Allies today, or you know, in in Court Mac, wherever it might be, you know, would I be delighted to know that there's a, a government-funded, dedicated service now going to be available? Um, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that's what people need to okay, reflect and on. I, and I can see there's a lot of commentary coming. In. People are very disappointed. I'm me all to hear that uh, that 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 you're going and it's it's moving on to the stage. People are worried about going forward. If there's cutbacks, is it the first thing that's going to be cut? Somebody else said by fundraising, this felt like this air ambulance was uh, ours. It felt like it was our project. So I can see uh, not everyone. Uh, people are just fearful, I suppose, going forward. If there was to be cutbacks, could it be something that would be reduced? Yeah, I would. Um, my sense is that the reason that government have stepped in to fund it is because they realise how important it has been uh, to the region. Um, so you know, I I wouldn't necessarily share that fear. I think I think that the system realises that in 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 geographically in the area that the helicopter has been in, our helicopter has been in, and their helicopter will be in. You know, is a challenging environment in terms of road networks. Um, and distance, primarily, dis- uh, particularly distance from CUH, you know, which is trauma centre for the region. Um, you know, so look, you know, we, we feel the same as everybody does. You know, it was our it was our project. Um, we have loved running it. Um, we know that people have bought into it. You know, mm. I've, I've met so many people in communities who said it was one of the most reassuring sounds that they could hear. Um, I think the important thing for people to, to to know and to remember today is there will still be a helicopter in the region, um, you know. And I, you know, the commitment is there. Is my understanding from government? Okay. Yeah, and so. and that's down to all of the people who over the years have uh, fundraised so loyally for the community air ambulance. Listen, we leave it there. Um, Hall, no doubt we'll speak again. But in the meantime, thank you for that, and thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 